Welcome to episode 106 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Join here today with my family. Uh, I have mm-hmm. my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cut the- that, uh, We have Jace Easterwood. What's going on, y'all? And we got return from, from first time being on the Pacific Standard Time. It's just sunny outside. He got the shades on. We got L.A. John in the building. John, how are you doing, man? Go ahead and add that audience noise when you do the edits, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wrap it up, boy. Appreciate it, man. It's definitely good to be back. Let's get it. Uh, gentlemen, how are you guys are doing this well, this afternoon? Oh, uh, yeah, what is it over there, John? Afternoon still, technically? <laughs> yeah, it's 4.30. <laughs> I keep forgetting. It's 7.30 over there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you get out of work at 4.30? You get off work at, at 4.30? I get off work probably at 4. Today I got off at like 3 something. So, yeah, I got off pretty at pretty solid. You, you literally have your whole day still. Literally. Slick, slick. But I'm straight. You already know. Started work today, you know? Sir. And uh, got me feeling like when NBA start back up, it's going to be 4 o'clock and the game's going to be on. I'm going to be out here watching. It's going to get off work. It's lit. Hey, that's, that's dope, actually. Jace, how you doing, man? First time been on here in the hey. business. Hey, man, I'm doing fine, man. I'm actually passing Campbell. Oh, yeah, we, we bet you are passing Campbell. You can tell. Yeah. As soon as I started talking, bro. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you good now. What's it called? I said I'm passing Kelsey Campbell. Let me school where it all started, man. And it, and it went out again because you keep saying Campbell. Yeah, guy makes Campbell. <laughs> Never mind, bro. Never mind. Now nah, we heard you though. We heard you though. We heard you good. You know, I already know when Jay's getting the card. Them hot takes fly. I'm sure he's gonna bring them today. Cut Carter, man. How are you doing? Tired, boss. But you know, Yeezy season's approaching. So yes, sir. Yeah, I know people be noticing that in the background. I put it to the side, but you know, he always still looking over my shoulder. Every time I'm on here, so. he always looking over my shoulder. Jesus, right there. <laughs> he right there on my shoulder. He right there. He always. I know people be like, why do you got a Kanye poster behind him? And it's been a minute since I've actually been probably had a Kanye poster. So let's see. Show. All right. Uh, for me, I'm good. Um, painted a little paint Astro World back there. You can see a little, you can see, you can see the cactus uh, back there, the sunset on Astro World. I also have some stories that during my internship with Front Office Sports. Go check those out. NBA fan story. Uh, summer uh, baseball returns to the Summer Olympics. Also had a chance to interview Chad Ochocinco Johnson, Justin Fields, and Kyle Pitts. Go check those out and give a chance at Front Office Sports. And, you know, show your boy some love. Your boy been working this summer. That's why the podcast has been bi-weekly. But I'm probably when the school year starts, we'll get back to weekly. Probably not. I don't know. We'll see. All right. We have to talk about the big news, guys. We got to stop burying the lead. We're going to talk about the NBA Finals. Uh, we have a new NBA champions, the Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Phoenix Suns 4-2. Giannis Antetokounmpo is your Finals MVP. Coach Bud finally gets his ring. Drew Holiday, Chris Milton gets their ring as well. And for the Suns, they lose. Uh, Chris Paul, first finals appearance into the L. Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, also young. First to first postseason, they lose. Uh, we'll start with L.A. John on this one. John, what was your – give me – talk to us, man. Your takeaways from the NBA Finals. Biggest takeaway. Uh, biggest takeaway, 50 for 50. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 50 points. After 50 years, it's been a long time coming. 
Uh, sad to see Chris Paul not get the ring. You know, that's another big takeaway that people are going to converse about. But Giannis winning a ring. And also, it's like the first international superstar since, like, I want to say Dirk, maybe, to actually, like, win a ring. So that's, like, as a superstar and lead a team. So that's pretty dope. And we haven't seen that in the last 20 years, actually. So it just really shows exposure to the international style of basketball that's happening. Like, uh, and I think we're going to see that more with the Olympics. So Devin Booker can redeem himself. That's another takeaway. Go ahead and go to Tokyo. Do what you got to do. Bring that home for USA. And uh, just worry about next year. Because for the Suns, a lot of those young players to go out there and be this first playoff for them, go to the finals, something a lot of young people can't really do and handle with the pressure mentally. So shout out to the Suns. Shout out to the Bucks. It was a good finals, better than what we could have actually thought. Um, so, you know, can't wait for next season. Carter, do you agree? I know you was going rooting for the Suns. You said Suns in six. How are you feeling this afternoon, this evening? Yeah, it's a summer feeling, but I'm happy for Drew Holiday for sure. I'm also happy for um, Giannis. It's a good story. You know, he stuck with the team that drafted him. It shows that that can happen, you know if you put people around him. He didn't have no superstars around him per se, but he did have two veterans that are proven in, in former All-Stars. Middleton might've been All-Star this year. Um, no, he wasn't, not this year. He wasn't? He was hurt, huh? Uh, he missed some games, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he was All-Star last year though, you know what I'm saying? And and Drew with Anthony Davis was very good in playoffs. He didn't have that scoring ability this time around, but he, he clamped up Damian Lillard when the Pelicans uh, swept the Blazers a couple years ago. So people don't, he can play defense. Um, as far as uh, the Suns, I think this was a, a tough blow for them. Uh, excuse me. I'd be lying if I said they'd be back. Um, it's just like my mom told me this, what my uncle told her, but it made sense. If the Lakers would have beat the Suns and the Bucks would have beat the Nets would have beat the Bucks, the Lakers and the Nets would have ended up playing based on what we just saw. And I kind of can agree with that wholeheartedly, probably. Um, as far as the the Suns, though, um, Booker is stamped as a superstar, so that's good for him. Um, but now he's going to have to do it. Well, Cameron Payne proved himself to me, so I feel like Cameron Payne may be able to be a starter. But uh, I think Chris Paul should leave. If he opts out, he should leave. If he opts in, obviously he's staying. But if he opts out, I think he should 100% go to a, that different team. I know it'll be his, what, third team in three years or whatever, but a fourth, fourth team in four straight years. But um, so what? You're you're 36. Go ahead. You, you this is your time to be a journeyman. Um, like Rondo has done in the you know the back half of his career. But if he stays, they'll make the playoffs. I don't know about much more outside of that though. Uh, and no, as far as the Bucks, no two peaks. Not not it. Not even. Not even really fathomable right now for them to two peak. But I think they could come out the East again, based on what they did. All right, all right, foreshadowing. All right, uh, I think my biggest takeaway is I think just the Bucks winning organically. When I say organically, having their main superstar there, have other stars there, and just adding a one Drew Holiday, traded for him, trading three first round picks. And at the time, we thought the Bucks were crazy to do this, but it showed in postseason that in the finals as well that Drew Holiday, when they needed him most, that investment was well worth the uh, the return. Uh, stealing the ball from Devin Booker, stealing the ball from Chris Paul. Uh, doing a step back three, just playing out of his mind, dropping 20 points a game, I believe, 20 points in game five, critical game five for them to take command of this series. Uh, so I think organically the Bucks proved something. I think that more superstars like 
for example, Damian Lillard, Zion Williamson, they actually actually look at the Bucks and be like, look, look what they can do when he has help. Why can't y'all should do the same for me? And we could do the same thing the Bucks just did. So I think the super teams, I know that the Nets are a super team, but I think like we're gonna see a decline in super teams this upcoming this decade. I think we're gonna see more uh small market teams emerge, uh, such as the Bucks that Milwaukee, I don't think Milwaukee's a small market, but it's not like huge like Chicago and New York and LA. But I think we're gonna see a lot of small market teams emerge during this period and compete for championships. We've seen the Hawks just do it this season. So I think the Hawks are just a, one of those teams that just you gotta be on the lookout this decade. They're gonna be coming. So I think the Bucks are just a, a trend is gonna start. So I think the Bucks are like that. Jace, you here? Yeah, man, I was great, man. All right, uh biggest takeaway NBA finals. Man, man, man. This was the finals that I didn't really care too much about because you know LeBron wasn't in it. I still watched it. Um, our respect has been given to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, he earned the ring, he earned the championship. He did what Kobe told him to do, blah, 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 and all that. But I'm going to get on the Suns, okay? The Suns, they had, I'm, I, I don't want to say they had an easy way there, but they had an easy way there. Every team they played was just about hurt, okay? So, I feel like they shouldn't have came out the West if everybody wasn't, if everybody was uh, healthy. Of course, I feel like everybody knows that. But um, the thing I don't like, we got to stop blaming Chris Paul for these for these uh, blown leagues, okay? It's a team game. It's team basketball, okay? I would say, I was going to say it was game four. Was it game four when, he, uh, when Drew Holiday stole the ball from him? Was that game four? It was. It was, it was four. It was four? Yeah. That was, yeah. that was, that. That loss, you can kind of say that was on him because he, he kind of folded late late game. He shouldn't have fouled. That, yeah, that's he all it fouled. was. Yeah, but we can't blame we can't keep blaming these blown leads on a on one player for a team. That's a whole team basketball team game. So all these Twitter people talking about oh CP three ain't this CP three ain't that. That boy's still the point guy, and I don't care what anybody say. I don't care what anybody say. You, you, can argue, you can argue with your mama. I don't care. Let them know. Let them know. It wasn't, it wasn't anybody's fault. I think it was a team thing, but they're both superstars. Both stars, super, whatever you want. Well, they both superstars. Man. Both superstars on the, on the um, Suns folded at different times in late game situations yeah. when they had timeouts still. It was just like they had a brain fart. Or they tried to do too much. Right. When you get in triple team or double team like that in a late game situation, it's okay to take the timeout. When D-Book scored 10 points, that's when I knew it was kind of over. <laughs> that was ridiculous. They set him the whole fourth quarter. I think um, this series – I know the Suns played great this series, shooting the ball from the field goal and a three-point percentage. I just think, like, the, the Bucks outworked them uh, rebounding-wise, hustle points, second-chance points. I think Bucks, Pat Connors getting boards, Bobby Porter's Giannis getting boards. I think yep. they just basically outworked them. I think they're veteran – Experience showed over the Suns during this post this uh finals. And I think uh I, I won't say Coach Bud out coached uh my uh Monty Williams this postseason uh, this final, excuse me. I think um Monty Williams not trying to just keep in DeAndre Aiden on Giannis rather than try to build the wall like the Raptors did in 2018. Try to go a different philosophy. I think that that hampered them. And I think that's the ultimate why Giannis was able to have three 40 plus point games and end in the finals with a 50 point uh masterpiece. Yeah, put too much confidence in the um, little Aiden. 
But yeah, but Aiden was playing good before the finals. Like he was playing great. He just he can't guard good. him. I, I like I just seen a tweet about it. Only one person really guarded him well the whole playoffs. Who? <laughs> on Yuki Ungaku. Ungaku. I'm I'm sure I'm not saying it right. Yeah. When he played on him in small the Hawks series, size, small sample size though. But when he had him, he did what he had to do. I think the second, I think after him, though, was Capella. I think Capella played him well. John Collins, no. He was too small. Like, he was getting John Collins that spin move. Capella wouldn't go for the spin. That spin move he did last night? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was, a, that was a 2K, like, you get him beat by 20, then the then dude do, do the spin on you like that, and you're like, the game over. When he did a spin on him like that and that sink, I was like, I don't think they're gonna win this game. <laughs> That's why I was kind of like it's over. And they kept it close, but they earned it though. They they won four in a row. Man, that was crazy. They won four in a row down two. Uh John, final uh takeaways before I ask what's next for the Suns. I mean, honestly, it was uh it was very conditional how the Bucks won. I mean there were superstars along their journey that did not play or were not at 100% capacity, like MVP level capacity, James Harden. However, that's not to discredit what the Bucs did. They did win four straight. Like at the end of the day, winning four straight in the NBA is tough. Like winning in the NBA period to win four, that's, that's pretty fire when it matters the most. So that, that shows you like they were ready for that moment, regardless if they were going to go or not. Like they were, they were ready. Um, so shout out to the Bucs. I don't think they're, they're too peat, like Derek said, honestly. It's just, too much talent. I agree with what you said about small markets, though, and how players should stick with those markets and try to make something of it. I think that is what Milwaukee did. But again, like, the Nets do exist. I can't help but to wonder if they had a healthy James Harden, if Kyrie is playing, like, is this even the same story, you know, and I just don't think it is. So, we'll see. I think Brooklyn will win next year. Like, just way too early to predict. But I... I don't see why not if everyone is healthy and they don't have any setbacks like they did this year. And, you know, it won't be the Suns again, and hopefully Chris Paul can find a good team, hopefully the Lakers, because I think they'll go to the championship next year. I think it'll be Lakers. Like, that's what I'm going with. Speaking of the, uh, the Suns, Chris Paul, uh, expiring contracts. They have Etwan Moore, Langston Galloway, Cameron Payne, Frank Kaminsky, Abel Nader, Torrey Craig, and Chris Paul has the 44 million player option. So what should – this, uh, what's your, first, we'll start with Chris Paul. What's your Chris Paul do? Should he opt in for the 44 million or try to make bank with another team? I don't think he should turn. I don't think he's going to make nowhere near as much money as he's making this year. The 44 million will not happen anywhere else. I 100% would take the 44 million if it's about the money. <laughs> if it's about winning, opt out and go to the Lakers or the Lakers. Yeah. The Lakers, I would say the Lakers. I, would, I was about to say, like, go back to the Clippers, but. Mm. Lakers would be the best option for him. I think he go back to the Lakers. He's like, he's good. Plus, your, the, the Suns just beat the Clippers, so there's no reason to go there. So, really, if I'm him, it's Lakers or stay. It's not. It's really that simple. The Clippers could be a good option, too. I also think, well. Now, the Clippers play Patrick Beverly a lot, I think. And I think Reggie Jackson about to get paid. I just don't know who's going to pay him. I don't think Kawhi will touch the court this year. At all. You don't think he'll play at all? I, I get what you're saying, though, but based on the time yeah, frame of the injury, he shouldn't be able to make by October. Huh? You don't even know if he's staying in L.A., like, honestly, because he could opt in to his contract or he could opt out. I would opt out. 
and resign. He could opt out or resign with them, but he could opt out to see and test the market and see like who wants to you know sign and what kind of. Money I think he needs to. I think you know he needs to get out the. Uh, but no, it's really best he stay in the West because he go to the East dealing with the Nets and the Bucks again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but CP though, I mean, you got to win a ring. Chris should just go to the Lakers and stay with the Sun. It's that simple. Like at this point in your career, bro, leave or stay. But it's that's the only option. Has to win one. At least he been. You know what I'm saying? At least you win. You probably won't win, but at least you win. Everybody don't get a ring though. But again, if you take, if you ring chasing, there's teams you can go play for and chase and chase that ring. But and that's like about the game too. He's not mm-hmm. on a veteran minimum though. He's gonna get. Yeah. Hey, he's gonna. Well, get I know he's gonna get paid, but he's not gonna make like for a million. Three year, hundred million dollar deal. He's gonna get something like that. You, you tie him to a three year at this age? Three years. I don't know. Wow, is he 30, 37? Oh, he's, he's too smart, bro. He's going to be 37. He's going to get like a two-year uh, 80 million deal. He's going to make a, like – he's going to make like – he's going to have more than 40 million. Like, he's going to be more than that contract. He's, he's already you think, somebody you think somebody signed – I mean, maybe. Two-year 80 million, I don't think the Lakers could would do that, but they could. Chris Paul, though, like, bro, he, he influences so much while playing. Like, he made DeAndre Ayton like DeAndre Ayton. But – this is the per. This is the perfect time for the for Carmelo and Chris Paul to do what they always wanted to do. That is definitely true. That's Chris Paul and Carmelo both could go to the Lakers and make that happen for everybody, but they won't. It won't be what it was both supposed to be. They might. Be I feel like those players can hoop. Like Melo, no, no, that bench, that bench unit with because Melo's not starting. So Melo off the bench with um, could Melo Melo could start. Well, on the Melo could definitely start. Kuzma ain't starting. Kuzma won't be there. But. Well, I, I mean, think the lineup of Chris Paul, like Chris Paul, Caldwell Pope, uh, LeBron, Melo, and Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis don't like playing the five. That's another thing. I think they go for Dame before they go for Chris Paul, though. I don't think y'all understand that Dame is not leaving. For he might leave, bro. For he might leave. I don't think he's leaving. But I really think Chris Chris with the Lakers would be cool. Melo with the Lakers coming with him would be cool. But it's about Chris and the Suns, so – Back to the Suns, uh, Cameron Payne will be the main person that we sign right now. Cameron so, Payne played like a, a like not this one. more than a role player. In the not in the finals, but in the playoffs, I agree. Yeah, more than a role player. In the finals, he was hurt, but he still he was consistent. He was hitting buckets last night. He didn't give up, even when they was down. He was the one like, "Come on, bro, come on, let's go." He a good spark, and I'm glad he you know he turned his career around when people thought he was what thought he was done. That's another reason why Chris Paul is so valued. Because without Chris Paul, I don't think campaign will be who he is. Nah, campaign's a bucket. He's a bucket, but he wouldn't have that much confidence like Chris Paul told him. Yes, get a bucket. I believe that. I believe that. Chris Paul brought them the winning element, and when you're playing in a winning element, you have a lot of confidence. So I feel that. I think that's why I think Chris Paul is going to make more than forty million. This is the that's most. Exactly. He's that's exactly. like he was just arguably people had him as winning the MVP. This Chris Paul has never had this much value. When his contract was expiring, since maybe uh, leaving the Clippers, maybe, but he has never. People have had him. He has MVP votes, like first place MVP votes. I think his value is at an all time high. Even at thirty seven, we seen what LeBron's doing at uh, in year uh, eighteen. We seen what Tom Brady doing in football. I know it's a different sport, but we seen that he's he take care of his body. He's committed to the work. I think this is the best value he's his kids uh, money wise he'll ever get. So I think he's going to cash in on that and get like a big contract. And we may be surprised by the numbers. We always are with the NBA, but I think he's going to, it's going to be well-deserved. 
Suns, I know you guys said the Suns won't return. I, I understand that, but well, you know, uh, players are there are aging players. We see with the Clippers injuries, the Lakers injuries, uh, the Nuggets injuries. Uh, you don't guys, you guys don't think the Suns after this first postseason run, they won't make that return back to the finals? Yep. No. If Chris Paul not there, no. Everybody gonna get better. Everybody's gonna be able to get better. That was already kind of better than them. Then they just oh, wasn't. Yeah, I'm saying on paper, exactly. I'm saying, but health wise, we seen that some of these teams, older teams, can't stay healthy for the long run. The postseason run. Do you think next season will be the same story, or do you think with this long extended off season it'll be better? I don't think nobody's gonna have an injury. I don't think next season gonna be as injury filled. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's because they're gonna actually have an off season this year. I mean, yeah. Real. I really underestimated that 70 offseason for the the Heat and Lakers getting beat in the first round was not supposed to happen. Yeah. Well, the Heat maybe. The Heat, yes, but swept, swept is ridiculous. They were never supposed to get swept. That was like embarrassing. It was like, how you go to the finals the year before and get swept the next year? That's not. So now if the, now the Suns come back the next year, they get swept first round, then I guess we could say it happens. I feel like I feel like the Bucks might go back. I can see that too. Just because they're they're in their prime. They can 100 percent go back. That's why I say the Suns can't, but the, the Bucks can. Yeah, that's true. Like like with the like the Nets, the Nets situation. I'm gonna be honest and honest. I don't see all three of them being healthy by the end of the by the postseason. I just don't see it. Because they're injury prone. All, all three of them. Are not Harden. Harden. Harden not really injury prone. This was just that hamstring just lingered. Bro, he wasn't healthy. Yeah, coming into the season, he wasn't like in shape, you know, with the that that low key hurt him, yeah. I think maybe it did. Like, bro, that hamstring ain't nothing to play with. He kept playing on it, kept playing. But you remember he was heavy on he was he was overweight, out of shape. Yeah. And then and Kyrie always, Kyrie always hurt. KD probably still not full full health already. So uh, if they healthy, of course they're gonna go. But I, I, I can't say that though. Even if they healthy, the Bucks look like the only team over there that could stop them. If they're healthy, they're not losing. I'm, uh, that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> like when they when they all in the court, they clicking. Like like I they can't were clicking. Say that. The way the Bucks defend. Hey, but real talk, the, the Bucks have talent to defend all three of them. They they all three unguardable. The Bucks not, not defense. Yeah, I can't say only, the only person the only person that was unguardable with the Suns is who Devin Booker. And he they. He honestly, hey, they clapped him up. But in one he, game. he, how he unguardable one game, he had 10, he was held at 10 points because they know how he, to guard. They, no, no, no. He put himself in that 10 point situation. He was just missing. It wasn't like it was uncontested shot, all uncontested <laughs> shots. Yeah, 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 but like, bro, you don't have an off game. Next game, he came, he came back, he had like 30, right? You don't think them, one of them three could have an off game? That's why you have two more unguardable people. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. I, but the 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 Nets are capable. The Nets are the only team capable over there of stopping them in the East. To me, that's, the that's Heat maybe depending on what they add. No, if they add Kawhi with Jimmy, that'll be amazing to see. The Hawks. I don't think the Hawks guard the Nets. I think the Hawks can't. Well, depends on DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish's development. I think the Hawks are play can play yeah. good defense, but I don't know about guarding all three. The right way, they develop the right way, boy. But the Hawks are my, you know, I the Hawks made the final. But see, that's what I'm about to say. The Suns overachieved this year because of Chris Paul. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. They're not in their prime. Whereas the Bucks, every year they've been 
It was, like, it was yeah, it was championship or bust, bust for the bus. Right, Coach Bud. He came in with that mindset of championship or bust, and McDonough chose Atlanta over them. I wonder if he regret that. Yeah, you don't spend three first rounders on Drew Holiday if you don't think it's a championship right. or bust. Championship or bust. That's what I said. Yeah, three three first rounders in your second all team defense of uh Eric Blesser. Yeah. yeah, so they was on to something, and they achieved it. Uh, John, final thoughts before we go to the Bucks real quick? Nah. Oh, you make it, Joe? <laughs> and lastly, for the Bucks, uh, the NBA champions, expiring contracts are P.J. Tucker. They also went out and got him. Thanasis Antetokounmpo, Jeff Teague. And that's really noteworthy. Uh, I think Thanasis <laughs> comes back uh, per Giannis request. Uh, what about P.J. Tucker? Do you, guys- you, see, bro, you see these power rankings? I did. How a team that won the finals gets the second place not? They think Look even. Spot, bro. Over you. the team they just beat, it don't matter. They still <laughs> should not be below them. Bro, we already know. We're and then you see the three and four? Now everybody on the bandwagon? They got the jazz on there. Get out of here. Wait, is the Hawks the jazz. Four? Yeah, the Hawks is four. Okay, three for number three. You're out of pocket. You got the jazz. Wait, I, that's I the whole Hawks, league power ranking? I think the Hawks won't lose. The yeah, Hawks that, that's lose a Bleacher Report. The Hawks got a chance ranking. to go 62 and 20 next year, bro. Nah. Yes. Everybody's getting better, especially the West. The Hawks can go 62 and 20 next year. They forget about the Nuggets. Like, bro, but Jamal Murray's only hurt. Like, coming <laughs> back. I think they about to make – they got to trade for Bradley Bill. Bradley. They got to trade MPJ. Okay. The what you mean, okay? You wouldn't trade MPJ for Bradley Bill? What? MPJ for Bradley. It's not going to just be MPJ. I, no, but in a bunch of picks. Nah, Jamal Murray has to be included. Uh uh-uh. uh. They nah. can have three max players. I wouldn't trade MPJ, bro. I keep him. The, the Wizards are rebuilding. The Wizards I'm are three done. Three max players Joker, Murray, and Bill. They, they're not. Nah, if they, if they trade Russ for Kyle Kuzma and whoever yeah. on the signing trade, they talking about yeah, doing Yeah, if they do that, then I agree. But that's I what they're going to The Wizards are done. They have to do that. I wouldn't the do that. have to do that. That I John Wall, Bradley Bill era is over. And them forcing it with Russ and a new coach, no, it's that is over. That is signed, still delivered. Over. They need to blow it, blow it up. They lucky they even made the playoffs. They lucky. Re Re needs to be there. Like they put the best player on the poster outside the arena. Re Hoochamara needs to be on the poster because everybody because Russell Westbrook and Bradley Billy got it. <laughs> yeah, the ship sailed. They should tank. Like they should do what the Rockets just did. That'd be fine. Like I if. Would. if if Kuzma can finally figure out how to play basketball and MPJ be uh, over there too, I mean, every- I'm saying they they gonna get players. That's what I said. But I, I don't think that player is Jamal Murray. I don't think they'll trade Jamal Murray for him. This Kuz last year, he got to show out, bro. Or, or it's, it's- I thought they resigned him. I thought he was on a four year. I'm yeah. talking about like hooping, like. Oh, I he I don't think he'll be there next season. Yeah, I think he'll be. Like, he might move significantly less. They're trading him. He'll be involved in any trade for any point guard. They, if Chris Paul is at it, Kuzma has to go. Oh, Kuzma yeah, blocked me on Twitter. You say he blocked you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> I mean, he's the worst, bro. I don't care. Like, I mean, don't, don't suck. Uh, let's talk about the Bucks. What's next? Uh, PJ Tucker, do you guys think they could replace his production next season, or do you think he will resign and try to run it back? What do you they mean? better hope he resign. What you said, John? What do you mean production? Uh, you know he's a. He, he guarded Kevin Durant, so he's able to guard your other team's best forward or even guard guard Chris Paul in the finals. And also, he's efficient on getting off his corner threes, that kind of production. Ooh. 
shoes. PJ Tucker. Oh. What you say, John? It's got to be the shoes. <laughs> you think we'll get a shooter after this? No, nah, I'm saying um, real talk, PJ is straight. I ain't gonna lie, but I feel like you can replace that as the Bucks. Like the Bucks can. Like, if this was another team that didn't have what the caliber of Milwaukee, like then I would say it's, it's a little tough. But I think they can replace like they signed him mid-season, you know. It ain't like he was with them the whole time. Dante DiMincenzo uh, also Dante DiMincenzo also was out and hurt. So yeah. um he got a rain shot to my boy. Like, put it away. Uh, and then, you know, he come back healthy. Bobby Portis elevates his game up. You make a boost him in the starting role. Like, Chicago legend. Yeah, it could be all right. I don't know. It's hard to find that 3 and D player, though, bro. That good 3 and D player. That could make it hard for KD, too. Yeah. Like, the way we talking, it seems like we're predicting Bucks, Nets, Eastern Conference Finals. So, you're going to have to need somebody to, that, that KD stopper. I don't see it. Bucks, Hawks, repeat. Is Jay Crowder still on, on contract? Next run into the next run into the Bucks early. Yes, he is. We with the Suns, uh, Jay. That's not gonna happen. I know that, but I'm just saying I didn't know if he like. Why won't? Up. No, it's not up. They finish one and two. It won't happen. I got them finishing one and two already. They won't. Oh, it never works that way. It, it never works like that. I, I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I think about? the Sixers could have just as good of a record again. No. Oh, brother. No. In the regular season. Yes. Our regular season. He's saying gonna win. No, our regular season. Yeah. I got them going like maybe three, real talk. No, who the Hawks? Miami the Sixers? Miami at four. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta at five. That's that's all I'm gonna give y'all right now. That's the inside. Atlanta is a trending top four team. I feel like Atlanta might be top three. They were actually tied. They weren't even. They were fifth this year. They the Knicks gonna be the one to fall. The Knicks might fall to like six yeah. or seven. Yeah, the Knicks might not. To be honest. What? They might not make the offs for real. Oh yeah, I can I can agree with that. I I mean I, I can see it. They lose so many players this offseason. It's gonna only they have two backs. They lost they losing Rose. Everybody played meaningful playoff minutes except for Randall and a couple other players. And are, yeah, Rose is leaving. Uh yeah. Nerlis Noel. Um yeah. Taj Gibson was playing meaningful minutes. I it's gonna be a whole different team for them next year. Yeah. I yeah. They're fried. All right. Any more NBA finals before we get into something else? Let's go. All right, uh, guys, coming into this postseason, we were getting uh, a lot of mixed reviews for our top five players under 25. Now that the postseason is finally over, I want to hear you guys' new top five players on the 25 list uh, with Trey Young performing, John Morant performing, Donovan Mitchell performing, Devin Booker performing. What is your new top five under 25 post postseason? It should all be all the same for all of us. We all know what it is. But anyway, one Luca, two Devin, three Trey, four we're going Zion, and five give me give me John, just oh. like that. Wow. Mm. No Tatum, okay. Nah, no Tatum. Mm. But I like Tatum though. All right. I'm gonna hurt some feelings here, huh? Uh uh. Let's get to <laughs> it. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Five. I got Donovan Mitchell. All right. Four. I got. You need to see your original list. I'm missing somebody. Yeah, I need to see my original list. They all in the playoffs, right? Mitchell. Oh. 
Duh. I'm back. Let me go back. Five, I got John Morant. Four, I got Donovan Mitchell. Three, I have uh, Devin Booker. Two, I have Trey Young. And one, I have Luka Doncic. All right. And one and two are and one and two are hundred percent reversible in my book. What? Hundred percent reversible. Oh, wait, who was who was one and two again? For Trey and Luca. He said they are. I see. I see. Cut. Technically, technically, Trey has carried his team further than Dallas. But, but Dallas is the worst team. West yes. Is a different yeah. monster. So yeah. I don't know. And so in the West is harder. So like I said I give him the one, but sometimes. Arguably, that can change to me. And Devin Booker, he's a this is his first time in the All-Star. He didn't make it to the finals, but again, he had that other superstar presence. And then number four for me was Don was a Donald Mitchell consistent every year. And my five as a one-year pro, you're after after your rookie season, you come in and carry a team that's not that great, but it's not that trash. great to the playoffs, and knock the Warriors off while doing it, knock off Steph Curry while doing it. That matters. And that's no knock to um my number six or number seven, Jason Tatum. And that's it's a knock. And and well, no, I put Tatum at six, and then I you know my list goes, and it goes. Yeah, we got you. Nine, Jalen Brown, and so on. Oh, Mikael Bridges should be in y'all top fifteen now. Haters. Mikael is up. Everybody know who he is now. I said that. Zion did not make your top five cut. I mean, (laughs) when you start hearing stuff through the Twitter sphere about wanting to leave. (laughs) Your opinions tend to change a little bit. All right. Luca is a two-time first team all NBA, so I gotta he gotta stay number one for sure. Uh Jace, you have your top five players on the 25 post postseason. Yeah. All right. I go five. I got Tatum. Tatum. Four. Four. Think long and hard about it. Four, I got John Morant. Oh. Okay, four, I got job. Three. I got book. Mm. Hmm. Oh. Want a disrespect to Mr. Mitchell stop? <laughs> Two. Two. Do I want to be biased? Be objective. Please don't be biased. Do I want to be biased? <laughs> because, like, bro, he's just such a dominant presence in the paint. Like, how can you not? Not I don't care if he ain't go to the offs. His team suck. (laughs) The front office suck. They They in the West. They don't suck that bad. They in the West. The coaching did suck, though. Give it to him, then. I'm going to go Zion 2 and Luka 1. No no Trey or Donovan Mitchell. Trey has six. Donovan, bro, I'm sorry, bro. I don't believe in the Jazz. How you, I'm sorry, put, how you put Tatum over him when Tatum was on a way better team than, than Trey? Tatum's a better bucket. I agree with that notion, bro. I think Donovan got a lot of help from that defense. In, in like, bro, like, I, like Donovan's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player, but, bro. A great like, defense? But who does the scoring? Because nobody else can't consistently. Except Clarkson. Other players are doing both or contributing more. Who's doing team. both? Zion is doing like both. Donovan out here scoring 50 a game. Who does Zion guard? Zion, Zion, what are you talking about? He's a Zion. Pick. Who does he guard? Like he clamp up. Like who is he one on one guarding? He's a good help defender. I mean, I like Donovan, but he's not. He don't have to do these other players have to do. Like he's, I don't know. 
Take him. I'm not list. being biased. Move my Rudy. list was not. My list was 100 unbiased. But they're not number one without Rudy, or without Joe Ingles, or without Bojanovic, or without Mike Conley. Yeah. Mike Conley didn't play. Bogdanovich is a role player. Ingles is a role player. They're scoring. They're, they can give you 20. They don't, though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They don't. They'll do it one game, and then they, then the next game is eight or six. They led yeah, the league. So Donovan's out here scoring 40 a game. And they come from all Donovan. They led the league in most shooting threes this year, last season. Mm-hmm. And then all come from Donovan. Like, they were scoring the it ball. They came from the ball a lot. But look at the – I will say this. Go look at the box score, Jays. Go look at the box score. I, I will He's say scoring this. 40 a game good. I will say without uh, Mitchell, the Jazz did lose game one to the Grizzlies. I think his presence is vastly needed for the Jazz to be a uh, – Without Mitchell, they, they're nothing. Bro, no. without any – without without no. any superstar, no. their best player, there's no, nobody team anything. You take Zion off the Pelicans, without Devin they Booker, still got. The ain't nothing. You take Zion off the Pelicans, who they still got? Huh? You take Zion off the Pelicans, who do he still have? Who, Brandon Ingram? Yes. They're still going to lose? <laughs> not, that's not necessarily true. It is, though. It's not. <laughs> bro, if, if y'all don't watch the Pelicans, y'all, y'all, y'all telling me right now y'all don't watch the Pelicans. Bro, B.I. is not carrying the Pelicans. So you're telling me that B.I. is going to just play without yeah. Zion and they're going to win every game? No, but they win games without Zion. Oh, it's brother. been proven. Bro, this, everybody was tanking and stuff this year. I can't even validate that, honestly. Mm. Everybody so was, Zion's the problem, huh? Just because no. he said he went out. I didn't say he's the problem. I just said he's not top five. Under 25. What has he accomplished? What has he done? What's the, bro, he, what? You know Jason don't care about postseason. He care about. Yeah, I don't. I don't, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a team accolade. Even regular season, accolade. He can't. He can't it's bro. a team accolade. <laughs> team accolade. <laughs> the team goes to the playoffs. Not one person. The team. Somebody got to lead him there. Somebody, I'm not. Right. I'm. I'm be I beat him to the playoffs, bro. Why on a worse team. Be on a worse team. Longer, right? On yeah, a worse be, team. Team. On a worse team. He led him to the playoffs. Bi B. is on the team, right? Why is he not leading them? Because it's not his team. What you mean it's not his team? He's the oldest, right? That don't, that don't mean matter. He's gonna be the leader. You say you somebody need to lead. Why B. I can't lead? Age no matter if you. Jalen Brown older than Jason Tatum. That's Jason Tatum team. Yeah, still oh, young bro. though, bro. Be our super yeah, young. Like, Luca twenty. That's what I'm trying to get in the head. Like, Porzingis bro, older. Don't mean it's Porzingis team. Stay no, no, no. We're not gonna talk about Porzingis. Porzingis doesn't even count. <laughs> but you say somebody that's actually good. Yeah, it's crazy how Porzingis like really just. His uh, stock- Chris Paul older than Booker, but it's still Booker's team. Yeah, yeah. We just, just spent ten minutes talking about Chris Paul's gonna leave the Suns. <laughs> Come okay. on. That's what Bro, I'm without Chris Paul, they are nothing. There's amazing. no De- DeAndre Ayton. I think no they made, Cameron. I think no Jay. None of them. I think they would have made a play in turn, at least play in tournament without Chris Paul. That's playing, playing tournament finals. They would have. They would have made a playoff. I think they'll go again if Chris Paul don't return. I agree. Now, yeah, they now they will. But, oh, but no. last year, like you said, y'all said without Chris Paul this year they made a, they made the playoffs. I said at least they would have made a play in. Without Chris Paul, after no. they've been, been playing against the Grizzlies, they the did the same thing they did last spot. year. But that team, the, team, but the Suns are pop. Like they are good. Not, they have chemistry. They're young. They had who created the chemistry, John? Who helped create that? Carter and Chris Paul. No, you, you, need a, you need a floor general to create that type of chemistry. He bought the best in all of them. Yeah, and now literally. they'll probably be better. They'll be better moving forward. 
I think that's what he did with Shea Gilders Alexander as well and Schroeder. But Monty but, also there. They finished eight straight wins last season before this last season without Chris Paul. So they had momentum anyway. That's yeah. why he went there because he saw that. Do, so, do, so. Does bubble mo- does bubble momentum really pass over to <laughs> the next season? Uh, yeah, it did for Jamal. It did for Donovan. It did, did it for the Heat. It did for Milwaukee. It did for Taylor. So, for right. But but you didn't make the odds right. So. It's like I don't know. I'm not trying to compare it to football, but like you win your last two games and you owe, you zero and fourteen. <laughs> that's a, that's a Mitchell. I'm building something to build on. That's, <laughs> a, that's what Mitchell Trubisky did with the Bears. Went three straight and was like, oh, we might have to pick up his fifth year option. He's playing kind of good. <laughs> right in there. And just drafted Justin Fields. And but I think that just made. I think that proved that Monty was a good coach more than it proved that they we're going to be good without Chris Paul. They knew they needed more. Money coaching was just questionable in the finals like that. Them, them last couple I don't games. think it was questionable. I think no, it was, was questionable. I do think they missed, I do think they missed Sarek for for the backup center for Aiden when he tore his ACL cuz he could actually has a body but without him had to put in Kaminsky. I mean, they they should have did the wall. Like the wall is what stopped Giannis in the but I don't think the I don't think they had the personnel to build. Everybody it. can't play that. Yeah, I don't oh. like but the Raptors had Siakam, Kawhi, but they also had good perimeter guards for Laurie and um that OG Ananobi and uh, Norman Powell I, with the Suns who Crowder and Aiden and Bridges going to try to build the wall. No disrespect, but I'm being like honest, like size built playing your defensive ability. I don't think they had the personnel to create the wall. Mm-hmm. Random got it too easy. What you said, John? The Heat, the Heat. This is random, but the Heat gonna get somebody in free agency. That's oh. what I, I, I'm just who, who do you know? Think? Is it gonna be a splash or is it gonna be like a? Eh? It could, they could mess around and get Russ on some like just on some Ooh. wild. The Heat, like oh yeah, like, a lot of teams can get him because he's leaving because that team's done. And if they do, I, they could be nasty. But yeah, that's I just wanted to add that last. Does, does that? What does nasty mean? Just for the viewers, is that a conference finals appearance? What is that? It's definitely a, a game six in a semi conference. Okay, and it, it's definitely. Showing people, oh, they might make the conference finals, if not the finals. Okay, um, like it. I like it. Just, just making sure. Just making sure. And lastly, my top five <laughs> players on the 25 post postseason. Number five, I have Donovan Mitchell. Number four, I have Jason Tatum. Number three, I have Trey Young. <laughs> number two, I have Devin Booker. And number one, I have Luka Doncic. That's the politically correct answer, I guess. No, it ain't. <laughs> what you didn't like Tatum being up high there? Cut. Who was three? Uh, three was Trey Young, but who was yeah four and four and five would be, be switched at the least. <laughs> I just think uh he does more with less. No, I no, I do think um I was weighing going back and forth with those two dating back with Tatum when he had a loaded roster made it to the conference finals, but Tatum with being a number one seed they didn't make it to the conference finals. I do weigh that, but I know it's West East. But at the end of the day, I do think Tatum. We seen Tatum um I believe he did. Tatum just on the wrong team. Now Tatum just on a team like the Lakers, the he would have he would be yeah, all his talent would be shining. He had a great game against the Nets where he got others involved, so that's why I took into account as well. I haven't seen Mitchell. I seen him do it in a regular season. You're right. I'll give you that. Tatum is better at getting others involved. That yeah. matters. So yeah, I think that's why I gave Tatum the edge over Mitchell. Zion, you gotta show the postseason, baby. You gotta be gotta show the postseason, baby. And hopefully next team game. accolade. Hey, hey. hey. Hey, ain't, hard, ain't hard to make the postseason, bro. Ain't that hard. You said what? Ain't that hard to make the postseason. In the West? It's not that hard. Not that hard. No. All right. Not that hard for good teams. Not that hard for good players. <laughs>
Um, uh, players, <laughs> but not a team, huh? Every coach that was in the finals or in the playoffs for the West had like three years with that team, or two years at least. I think maybe. Nate McMillan had half a season. Who? Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan. I said Tom Thibodeau had one year. He said in the West. He did say in the West. Oh, he said in the West. Yeah, like those oh, were okay. season coach. Jazz, Lakers, Nuggets. Only team that wasn't like the Suns. Yeah, the Suns. Year, two years, and uh, the Grizzlies coach was his two years as well. Yeah, Frank Vogel too was two years. Taylor Jenkins has been there for a minute. Frank Vogel was two years. He got there when Bron got there. Yes, the year after Bron got there. Yeah, after it was Luke Walton. Then it was Frank yeah. Oh, okay. All right, uh, Dave. Another star that's in the news, Damian Lillard. Uh, reports are saying he may be leaving Portland. He is denying them, of course, but not leaving. The rumor, the rumor mill is going to rumor mill. So let's we got to talk about it. If Dame Lillard were to request a trade from the Portland Trailblazers, where would you like to see them? Him, Carter, you can kick it off. Where would I like to see him? Lakers. Duh. You said Lake. Oh, wrong. Wrong. Place. I love not to see him in Lakers. But now, where you like? Where do you think he will land? Lakers, duh, not playing. I don't think the Lakers got enough to get him right now because after they traded for Anthony Davis. Um, but I do think that Golden State option is there 100. percent I don't know exactly what kind of team that will be, but I mean, it's it'll be fun to watch, I guess. Um, I also did hear about the Pelicans entertaining him and trading Brandon Ingram potentially. Um, I don't know if that would save them, but you know, that's good. You know, that's good to know. Miami would be fun to watch as well. Um, and that was what I named 14. Yeah. yeah, but do you think he'll stay? If you didn't have to name it, you think he'll just stay? Oh, I think he 100% stays. I don't think he will. I don't think he want to leave. And I think Billups only came here to coach with him, so he's not leaving. John, do you I think, have- I think the uh, man, the media creates the story, and the story is gonna be Dame leaves. After Giannis wins a ring, oh, he can't. It's going to be all these headlines about that. And I feel like that influences the player's decision to leave. So I think he's going to play this year in Portland. I'm not going to lie. I don't think he'll leave. But if somehow he does, obviously you got to go somewhere where you feel like it's championship or bust. So it's only a few teams that you can go to. And to me, honestly, it's really only one. And that's that's Miami. Because everywhere else, you know, already has an established point guard, or I don't know how they would make it work with a two guard system like that, unless Golden State is real life an option. But if it's not Golden State, Miami, Jimmy Butler just needs one good point guard and like one great point guard. I'm gonna say good, one great point guard. And I think he can actually do some noise because he still is a top 10 player. So that's, that's an attractive destination. And you have a seasoned coach, Bam out of bio. Some other defensive pieces, uh, speed, youthfulness. Why not? You could be a leader. Like that's that's gonna be a fine place to go. So hopefully, hopefully he go there. I want to see something shake it up. Like Dame needs to leave, but I don't see it happening. He'll probably play for Portland again. You think Jimmy Butler's still a top ten player? Yes. I think he had hmm. COVID this year, and that influences the players' ability to play. Like all of the players who got COVID, some of them didn't get it, and they played well. They were blessed, but. I think Jimmy really went through it, and that shows. Like, he lost a lot of weight, and then he gained it back. And, uh, you know, having a longer offseason, I think he can still show that he's a two-way player. You know, obviously he's aged, but I, I think he's still a top-ten player. And this is the season to prove that. If not, he falls out, maybe. Yeah. 
All right, Jace, where do you think? Are you, uh, Jace, your service looking bad, so I'm gonna go before. Oh, y'all, you good? You back? Can you hear me? <laughs> okay, all right. I do agree with y'all. I think Dame will stay with Portland. Uh, just I, I think for this season, for sure. Next season, I do think he may decide, like, you guys didn't build a roster with me, new head coach. I still have the same roster, getting bounced in the first round after I'm putting up these epic performances. I do think. He's gonna run from the grind, man. I think it's just, it's just, I Dame is the way Dame's talking though. It's like he doesn't want to leave. I don't, so I don't think he may not request trade. Like I don't, I'm not sure because he seems like such a loyal dude, going to like stay there and just build something in Portland. But you know, have to come to realization that he might, he might not be uh, like ring chase. He just wants to be loyal, stay with one franchise, keep his family there, things like that. So. Personally, me, my opinion, I think he should request a trade next season and see how it goes with Billups this season. But for Dame, he's gonna. I, he, we don't know what Dame is like. Similar to Kawhi, we don't know what these players are gonna do. But I think for it, if he wants to have a basketball legacy and things like that about the media and everything, I think he definitely should be traded. I think it'll definitely matter, like how many games they win in the first like twenty. If it's a like not the ideal record, like to me, you got to start off on fire. You got to be top three seeds. Like you got to be top three. Yeah. And if you're not. If, if you're four, that's fine. But if you're like like nine and eighteen or something, like nine and sixteen, I think he yeah. requests a trade. I think I don't think he finishes the season. It could be that situation too. I hope it's that, but hopefully it's the inverse where they're actually winning games and are that top three seed. But if it's not, I, I could see a, a mid-season trade happening for Dave. Jace. All right. <laughs> so my unbiased uh, pick will be the Lakers. But bias pick would be the Lakers. Reason being is because he can fill that Kyrie type role, like how it was in um Cleveland with Kyrie Brown and uh Kevin Love, just Kevin Love and AD this time. Mm-hmm. Which makes a lot more sense. I, I feel like that will make a lot of rings. But I don't think he would leave just because Dame being Dame, I think he would um be there, stay there for that that one year and then maybe request a trade the next year. But um, if he requests a trade, I honestly think he has to come to the Lakers if they can if they can get him. I don't I don't know if that's even possible. I just, but if they can get him, I just don't think they'll trade him in conference. I just think he'll have to go. Yeah, there. yeah. But I I just feel like anywhere he goes, other than let me think, Lakers. Um, right. What you think about what if Philly try to go get him, trade Ben for, uh, and Tobias for Dame or something? That'd actually work. That'd actually work. I don't think that will win a ring, though. I honestly don't think that will win a ring. This, but, but MB would be the best player Dame has ever, like, played with in his career. Yeah. I, I don't – I would just have to see. I don't know. It depends on how it goes. It could work, honestly. It definitely could work. But I just feel like that, that, that pick – like that 76ers one or the Lakers, those two could work, but he can't be the best player on the team. Yeah. Statistically, he... a point guard can't be the best player on the team if you're going to win the finals. And that's just a proven fact. Other but... than Curry. But Curry, we don't hey, that's kind of a... <laughs> the first time. I think yeah. well, I can speak for myself. I don't I don't think Dame is better than Embiid. Like all around all around basketball player though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the 76ers people work, but any other team, oh, gotcha, like, gotcha. yeah, like it's not gonna work. All right. Not too many people better today. So, 
That's true. On and off the court. And he got the. And he got out to the East and dominate. The West is difficult. If he go to the East, I think he'd win a lot more games. For sure. And I think he went more playoff series. <laughs> but it's this day, man. We don't know. He, he, he's right now, he's remaining committed. He hasn't talked to nobody. He hasn't, he, we, we have to wait and see. It's all going to uh, wait and see. Uh, Dame is and going to be in Tokyo. I don't know if he's there or not. With Team USA basketball, had a little hiccups in these exhibition games against Nigeria and Australia. Replacement replaced some players, Bradley Bill and Kevin Love, with Keldon Johnson and JaVel McGee. They are the recruit troops. Oh, Lord. I don't know what I'm about to say. Backup is coming in with Chris Middleton, Devin Booker, and Drew Holiday. Uh, so Team USA is gold, right? There's they're gonna win gold, right? There's no like upset in the making. We got to keep our eye out for, right? If there is, if there is an Olympics, of course. I mean, unless Luca got something to say about it, but that's the only one I can think about. That's about that's it. Mm. I know, but Luca on here. <laughs> Australia got a great court. Uh, Matthew Deladova. Um, Ben Simmons isn't playing. Uh, Patty Mills, Matisse Thybul. Canada has R.J. Barrett. Uh, there's a lot of good international talent around the NBA. I mean, around the world, excuse me. So we're, going, we're, all, we're all good. USA for go, right? Yeah, you said it, man. It's a lot of NBA talent spread out internationally, especially on display in these Tokyo Olympics. So, I mean, it's the NBA. Like, to me, like, this is this is an audition for the NBA. I think, you know, um, general managers should be looking at this and saying, okay, I'm going to have to – bring you for a tryout in Miami. I had to bring you for a tryout in LA or something. But it it should be gold. Obviously, you got three finals players who are actually contributing to their teams coming to help. So, you know, it's reinforcement for the troops and uh, they should come home alive, you know, without a problem. Cut Carter, I assume you agree. It's a waste of time. What, the, the he's gold to bus? Yeah. Yes. I don't, I'm not entertaining nothing about Team USA. They don't want to go then, whatever. <laughs> And they're looking real bronzes, but they won that last exhibition, so maybe they're trending up towards silver right now. Uh, back up coming with uh, Middleton, Booker, and Holiday. They need them. <laughs> Especially Middleton and Holiday to play defense. Especially Middleton. The, Middleton will show out. The people they brought in, though, Keldon Johnson and JaVale McGee. I don't know about JaVale. Keldon makes sense because Greg Popovich is coaching and you got Keldon Johnson with the Spurs. So it's like, I feel like it's tampering in some way, but he, he got him there to play for the team. And, and, he, and uh, Keldon Johnson was with the, like, the, um, what Anthony Edwards was a part of. They brought in other players, like, scrimmage against them. He was on the scrimmage. Yeah, so Keldon Johnson's on the, but he's on the, the select team to play and help the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's on the Spurs team. Yeah, yeah he, he starts, like, power forward. Yeah, that's just him bringing his dial on. <laughs> And I think that I like the. Jamel. And Keldon not a bad player. Like don't like NBA. You know what I'm saying? He's still in the NBA. He's just the Spurs, not all that. So we don't really see much. But Javale, bro, I, I was that like, that one makes know. sense though. They need. I feel like it was a bunch of no's. I feel like a bunch of people said no, and then they asked him. Nah, I think this one makes sense. They need a rim protector. They was getting killed but, on the boards, I'm, not but, having or threatening the paint. Javale provides that. So out of all the centers in the NBA, none of them from America, right? So Joker, he not a rim protector though. But Joker, I know he not from here. Gobert not from here. Embiid not from here. Kind of does make Capella sense. not from here. It does make sense. He's a rim protector. You don't gotta be no, like, flashy name. No Boogie. Boogie's not a rim protector. Where's Zubak from? I'm not bringing Boogie to my Tokyo. <laughs> Where Mitchell Robinson? I, Drummond. 
Nobody won't. Mitchell had injuries this year. Drummond? Nobody won't Drummond, bro. Nobody, I wouldn't want Drummond either. Over to All right, next topic. We got a three-time NBA champion. You talking about Andre Drummond? Come on. Oh, my God. You're yeah. pretty straight, bro. He just, he's not getting PT. But he, he's solid. He's going to get PT when they need, they need a rim protect. I'm telling you, them other countries got some tall athletes. Telling you. Yeah. Uh, any more NBA or basketball news before we move on? Hey, look, the draft is coming up. I'm not quite sure what the prospects are like, but it is up soon. You know, um, so let's be on the lookout for that. You know, that might influence the players' decision on where they might want to go. Or some players might just be on a move with these picks that are upcoming. So I'm excited for it, as always, every year. Uh, we'll see how these teams get better. Yes, sir. Warriors have two lottery picks. Carter, say your your uh, your hot take, like you said last podcast for the, uh, for the viewers. What'd you say? So your hot take for about Jalen Green? Oh, best player in the draft, easily, hands down. Rockets, <laughs> they they won't be back in the playoffs, but they'll definitely be winning more games. You couldn't ask for a better person to replace James Harden at shooting guard. Couldn't ask for a better one. Heard it here from Cut Carter. Heard it here from Cut Carter. All right. Um, K not gonna be no bust though. I'm not saying K to bust. I just think Jalen Green the best player in the draft. All right. Well, um. No, we're not gonna do that. But we'll do we'll do NFL tomorrow. I mean next podcast. We'll do a next podcast. Unless y'all want to talk about it, just want to lose. What is it? Cam Akers being out. We'll talk about that later. I mean, good luck to you, my boy. All right. Oh, what shows have you guys been watching? I, I've been I've been consuming so many shows and movies. I want to just come on here and talk to you guys first. Yes, I got my top three foot top three no debating too. <laughs> is it uh the Disney Plus uh, Marvel's MCU series? Yep, I won't hear them in order. Are we doing it right now? We can. Uh, did you guys watch Low Key, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and WandaVision, Jason John? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, who gonna kick it off? Top three, no debating. Top three, top three, top three. John, go. Like, like in order, rank them. What was the, one is the best? Two is the second best? Oh, three, oh. four. Oh, I mean. All right, it's bias. Okay. But it's bias, but it's bias. And here's why. WandaVision 1, Loki 2, and then I'm going to go with Falcon and Winter Soldier 3. All right, Loki is obviously 2 because it ain't done. There's another season coming up. WandaVision is done. And I consider it a masterpiece for what it was. And so it's 1. I haven't seen the rest of Loki. But the first season is straight. And I like what they were doing. I love bringing my boy Jonathan Majors in there. But I haven't seen the rest of the show. So I can't just put it at number one without knowing how it ends. I'm that type of personality type. Got to see the end. So shout out to WandaVision. It's still my favorite show. And I thought that was immaculately created. And Falcon and Winter Soldier, I mean, it's three because, I mean, I just felt like it could have been better, personally. I felt like they could have done more action in each of the episodes. The storytelling, it was too much talking. It was kind of slow. Uh, I thought they could have did more action, and they waited too long to bring that in, so. Ooh, I yeah. felt okay. I kind of felt I resonated with that one, John. Uh, Jace, you ready? Yeah, you gave me. Yeah. All right. So I got um, Loki one, WandaVision two, Captain America, and uh, uh, three. Reason being is because uh, with Loki, like even though it's not done, it's setting up a lot of things to happen in the MCU. And that's why I like it so much. Like, it's setting up the what-ifs. 
and all that. I don't know if y'all know about that, but the what if thing, like what if blah blah blah. blah. So that's why I think it's number one. Um, but also one division number two for me because it's also setting up a whole lot of things for the MCU as well. So um, I think it's setting up the next Avengers. I want to say I, I I forgot what it was, but. It sent up a lot of things. Falcon and Winter Soldier piece. We didn't hear that part. Uh, Why he had that three from the top? Just because it was just slow, bro. I ain't grasped to it as much as everybody else did. I know some folks would say it's the best one that they like, but I don't, some people like storytelling. I don't like it. I like when I watch Marvel and uh, all that. I want to see something crazy happen, man. I don't bring all that. So, all right, my top three. Number three, Wandavision. Number two, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And number one, Loki. I'll start at WandaVision. It's well documented on this podcast, my feelings about WandaVision. How I felt like it was rushed. It was only nine episodes. I felt, I felt it should have been more. But I did enjoy it. The little sitcoms different every episode. I just thought the ending was, could have been better. It left me very underwhelmed. So I, WandaVision is three. Uh, I put Falcon and Winter Soldier two, but it's not like a wide march. It's like an inch above it. It's just... I had no expectations for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just came in there just watching and enjoying the series, and I just, you know, it was cool. It wasn't, for WandaVision, I had high expectations for it. For Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, oh, let's just see what this is about. And it left, it was whelmed, man. It was just cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, Cap, uh, Falcon, showing some New Orleans roots, things like that. Bucky, uh, it's always fun to see him on the screen. Barons brought him, bringing Zemo back was cool. So I enjoyed um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Loki, Maybe the one of the greatest shows I ever watched. <laughs> and only six episodes. I enjoyed Tom Hiddleston's performance as Loki. Uh, it was plot. It had drama, dra- not drama. It had mystery. Like, I want to see what was going on. Then the big reveal at the end, Jonathan Major playing uh, Kang the Conqueror. It was just, it was just like, I was watching, like, what's going to happen next? I like, I wanted more. And it was just generally fun. Uh, had good actors in there. I'm sure Cuz going to elaborate on that when he has Loki as number one as well. So Loki is definitely number one. Looking forward to season two of Loki and definitely looking forward to seeing Jonathan Majors back in the MCU in future projects. Number three, I have WandaVision. Number two, I have Captain America. I mean, Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then number one, I have Loki. Um, WandaVision for me, I was super excited for it, like Bruce said, but when I watched it and I really just sat there and just looked back at it, I was like, what did I really gain? And no, I didn't feel like I gained much. <laughs> the fighting, the action scenes were terrible. Um, There's just a lot of cinematography. Like it looked fine. Like the that part of it, like the the effects and stuff, looked great. But it was it was taking too long to connect, and it was taking too long for um, what shorty name? Um, the black girl. Um, oh, um, oh, real name. Um, her name. Yeah, Monica Rambo. It's taking long for Monica Rambo to finally get going in there. Um, I feel like the the Asian dude that she was working with, he played a lot of a couple of shows I used to watch. He didn't get have much, like it just wasn't. It felt like it was, I was watching a sitcom, sitcom, but it was like I wanted more out of it. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, I did like the the Louisiana roots, the angle, all that kind of sold me. But it was like as they got more into it and traveling and actually what they were fighting against. And what like how that connected back to Spider-Man and them coming back from the blip and all that. I like that because it was like people from the blip that came back from the blip didn't have no place to be, they didn't have no sense of belonging. So it all made sense. 
And I also like the fact that they brought in the, the anti-hero with the Captain America. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, a real Captain America, but he was in there and he had a black uh, sidekick kind of like Captain America had uh, Falcon. So um, I like that connection. I liked how it set up for uh, some stuff going forward with the lady that came and gave the, once he uh, got fired, you know, gave him the, the job or whatever, she'll be in contact with him. And then number one, Loki, I honestly took me like four or five times to watch Loki the first time, like the first episode, I could never finish it. I kept going to sleep on it. I was super bored. And then literally when I got past the first episode, I was like, oh, I was hooked. Like number two is good, three is good, four is good. Then five is good. Then the finale, boom, I'm like, okay. I liked everything about it. But I feel like they made one of the most confusing topics which being, a, being the timeline and a different story. They made it, they made it, like understandable and it made it clear within six episodes, which is crazy. And then um obviously the big reveal was big. Um that just set up for a lot of more stuff. And I think they thought this one out because they knew the world was in need of a new black face in that superhero world. And Falcon kinda has been it, but we needed somebody else. And I don't know, Kane might not be a superhero per se, but I'm saying like we needed somebody else to to you know boy definitely a villain <laughs> no i mean no no i get it but it's like you need somebody to to see he's a villain but did he feel like a villain when he finally explained everything he's kind of a villain he's not really though he kind of he's like he a purpose in the world yeah. that wasn't yeah, like, got that wasn't because there's like multiple kings that wasn't like the most evil king though that was, no yeah it's he has evil versions then he got but he made sense to me but everybody and, got a version. And his power is really cool. He really didn't have to die if he didn't want to die. That's that's another thing, too. Yeah. Like, everybody I mean, think that's, that's what it's like trying to tell folks. Like, everybody has a evil version of themselves. Right. And the, the thing is, like, when you, I, mean, I told Bruce this, when you're watching a show, you got to remember that Loki's evil. So why would you be... You, you Loki took on the persona kind of a hero in that moment, but when you look back on it, he was, he's not a hero. Exactly. Well, he could but, be. No, but he's not. Like, he, he's literally the god of mischief. Like, like he can't be... He can't go outside of that either. Because right. he's dead. But he is dead. Yeah. So he can't really go outside of that. So uh, I don't know how to... That's the other thing I love, Loki. I don't know how they're going to tie him back into the MCU if he comes back. I don't, I don't know. Are you talking about he did because of what Thanos did? Yeah. But... Didn't everything that Thanos did, everybody got bought back? Loki didn't get bought back. No, but Th- Thanos killed like Loki. Like, yeah, literally killed. When he was killed, he didn't snap. snap him. Yeah, when you he didn't get snapped, he got oh. remember, choked him out. Yeah, choked him out. Yeah. But I don't know how that worked because you know technically the black the gods black can't black. can't die. Well, yeah, I don't understand that either because not Odin. Yeah, like, Odin died in Ragnarok though. They died. Oh yeah, you are. The villain in uh in Loki is probably my favorite. I mean, I don't we don't know if, if Kang is actually a villain, so to say, but I get what y'all going. Um and just hearing y'all talk about it, I'm still not gonna change my order because I like how WandaVision was presented to me, but I do recognize some of the weakness in the show, including the villain, including like the hype and then the letdown of just everything that was supposed to be like a real MCU show. Yeah. Uh, Loki, Loki, the villain is tough. Like I actually like I don't know. You're right. It makes you think, and then it's a love story into it. It's like really in love with himself. That's the yeah, crazy it's part. Really too. complex. It's like it makes you think. 
And that show did give you some thinking points. So I'm in love with the female version of me, who's literally me. It's gonna be my number one eventually. It's just so I want to. But oh, and then back to it. Um, Agatha wasn't a bad villain. I don't think she was a problem. They didn't build on her enough. She should have been fired more fired than what she was. I, I yeah. think. Um, I don't know if it's by design or not, but I do think like the the uh, Disney Plus MCU series, they're not making the villains like have like like they're not great villains like how we're cutting them on the big screen. I don't know that it's like they're just because it's Disney Plus or they're like it's not on the movies, but I think. Like these villains aren't. I want to rank them in like my top five villains of the MCU. Like like I did with Thanos or Zemo or Ultron or things like that. I think I think that like they're low. They lowered the scale on their villains for the series on Disney Plus. But I do I I, I thoroughly enjoy us uh, seeing uh, Kang though. Uh, so looking forward to that. Kang, bro, when he was explaining himself, like he was explaining like who he was, like what he does. I forgot I was watching the this. Like I mean, I was I forgot I was watching the Marvel. Bro. TV show, like he was just going on for so long, and it was just so interesting. Like <laughs> his acting is crazy. Like sitting there fiddling, fiddling with stuff, like just yeah, not yeah, like just all <laughs> over. Like it was crazy. I, you're right, Jace. He was so comfortable in that role, like it's hopping on the table, like really bringing energy to that role. And a lot of people <laughs> would not be comfortable enough to actually act like that, you know, in front that, of an audience that really hasn't seen you, maybe. After coming from Lovecraft, so yeah, I, that's a that's a crazy transition. I thought, I thought you did that. Boy came on crazy. His, that boy came on. That boy came on and said, "Now nah, what you thought, huh?" <laughs> yeah, now nah, what you thought, huh? Look, black man. <laughs> I gotta go rewatch. I gotta rewatch Loki for the show. But nah, yeah, it was really funny. I, like, I was laughing. Other shows I've been watching. Somebody told me I need to start Manifest. I'm probably gonna get on that. I gotta no, shout man, out. No, man, Manifest is far. <laughs> manifest is far. <laughs> huh? Yeah, Manifest. manifest. Is Netflix, man. Hard. I watched that. It. I literally watched that. Every, I watched like a minimum of two episodes of Manifest a day. At when I get off. I gotta, I gotta shout out Young Justice on HBO Max. I've been watching that in the month of June, early July. Young Justice based on the, the young um, heroes from the DC universe: uh, Nightwing, uh, Connor Kent, uh, McGann. I gotta shout out Young Justice. That was a great series. Looking forward to season four. Uh, this fall and I gotta talk about Skate Room 2 coming out uh, highly anticipated movie for me very excited Jace knows this I was disappointed though I felt like it could have been better I felt rushed it could I think they could have did more rooms I think some of the voice acting wasn't well I think they had to go over and try to do voiceovers and I noticed they're watching the movie and I see what um very disappointed I think they're gonna come out with a third one but I don't think I will go to pay money to go see the third one but so i'm disappointed in skate room too uh hurt my heart to say that yeah i watch i haven't watched space jam yet but i'm gonna make it a duty to watch it because i feel like every day i get closer to getting spoiled um manifest is up there for me i also like hi i'm dave i'm a little dicky i like watching that show um another show i'm also looking at starting is called heist which is on netflix and sex slash life on netflix but the doozies is a lot of my shows about to come back on too. So I got I got some catching up to do. Like, um, what's the one coming back? It said back? Ozark's coming back. Yeah, Ozark about to come back. I never watched Outer Banks, but that's coming back. Money High is coming back soon as well. Money Fights come back in September. Beautiful. You coming back. When you come back? I thought they said it, but they don't say it on here no more. 
on my block coming back too. Um, yeah, and then like Gronish is on their fourth season. I think it's the last season. It's their senior year. I haven't tapped in on that in a minute either. But yeah, oh, Secession coming back too off HBO Max. Also a good show. What about you, John? Yeah, HBO shows that uh, had a long running, like Insecure and uh, Newly Ran, Euphoria. Those are great shows to watch in the upcoming season. Uh, Dave is also a really good show. I got to say, if you watch Dave, just drop your boundaries of what you think and just open your mind up. Because, it's I mean, you're going to at first be like, what is this? Like, like it's going gonna, it's gonna to look weird. But if you think about it, it's a rapper who's like, he's not, like we know Lil Dicky is not the best rapper in the world. Like, we know that in the real world. But for him to actually, like, create a show about that, and his whole process, like, that's pretty creative. And it's funny. And he has star stud, star studded cast along the way. So it makes it worth the watch to see, you know, some of the favorite people in pop culture. Um, and it's, it's funny. Like, it's, it's pretty dope. And it also has a deeper message. Uh, there are several articles posted, one on the Variety, talking about, like, just the fact that he's raising awareness about his white privilege and, like, what he's trying to expose uh, because of that. So I think it's dope. Uh, I don't really watch Ozark, but... You know, I heard it's good. Ill. You never watched Ozark? Nah, I've seen like the first season, but I ain't finished. So. No, Ozark is like elite TV. Also, I don't mean to cut you off. That new power is pretty good, by the way. I want to shout that out. Oh, yeah, like for sure. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> that show was fun. I mean, enough on that one. It's a lot of good shows. Space Jam Two was good though. Like at first, I ain't like the first five minutes because here's why. Like there, I had a conversation with Derek, but it's like Space Jam to me was the goat. Like that was a fire movie. And so I was really expecting kind of step-by-step step for Space Jam 2 to be like that, but it's not going to be the same. This is a movie released 20-plus years later, um, so they had to change it up for what they saw fit is modern times. So it was good. It had a message, and it's LeBron James. Like, he actually made a movie. A lot of NBA players don't got a movie like that. It hit $33 million over the weekend. They were, like, $7 mil higher than what they projected. So it did well. It outsold uh, another movie from Warner Brothers, I think, this year. It, it was. It outsold. Uh, it outdid Black Widow in the box yeah, office. Yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. Black Widow. So, yeah. So, it's pretty tough. All right. Um, is there any more news before we go to music? I got a music topic today, Carter. I know you saw it. What? I got a music topic today. Uh, I, I know you saw right. it. All right. Jace, are you here, <laughs> but? Yeah. All right. I got a music topic. Uh, I was just thinking, uh, I was on a plane on the way back from Phoenix. So you was on a plane with Dwayne? I was on a plane with Dwayne. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, can rappers, like, improve? Uh, like, I know it's, like, kind of broad, but, like, I know um, as you get more life experience, you can talk about more subject matter, but do you think, like, the ability to rap, you just improve or or – is it, just, is it like a God-given gift that you're you're able to rhyme words or are you able to like work and practice rapping to become better? I was, I was genuinely curious. Um, being a rapper, you can 100% improve and get better. Uh, but it also comes with like actually like doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Always recording, always, you know, listening to the beat and being in the atmosphere to catch the right vibe in the right way. Um, so I think that rapping, however, that's just like the skill. The subject matter is a, a, a separate thing. Is like, you can be good as you want, but if you're not talking about nothing, nothing nobody care about, 
then you probably won't go that far. Yeah, I agree with Derek. I also think uh, it's the rap game, not just rapping. It's the rap game, and it's still a competition. And when you compete, you got to get better. I think, like, when you watch a basketball player, they're not doing the same moves every season. They're trying to add something to their bag because if they're not, then players going to figure that out. Other rappers going to figure these dudes out and, like, just come with something more fire and know what the market wants. I think if you market yourself and you put yourself in different investments and avenues to be seen and you grow a larger audience, and I think that's what really rapping is about. Like, you want your audience to expand. You want to get as many streams and revenue as possible because, I mean, if you think your art is fire, then it's not going to matter what the world think it is. But if you're getting a lot of streams, then that's that's really what you want, I think, for right. me, like, as a rapper. So just really dipping and dabbing in different markets. We see Lil Baby doing like Kurt Franklin, Space Jam, like NBA, like he's getting different markets. So he's getting more streams and he's actually good too. So, you know, I, I don't know. He, he got a different sound. He's, he's kind of a different rapper. But for those who got that same type of sound and they can't really make every song sound good, then you got to dip and dab in different markets to, you know, get your streams up, I think. Uh, before I ask my question, Jace, you agree, disagree, what you think? Um, I feel that looking at my favorite rapper right now, by the name of NBA Youngboy, right? 2016. If I go back and listen to NBA Youngboy in 2016, of course I'm gonna like it because I liked it back then, but it's not gonna be the same quality as it is as he as he has now. Is wait before you go, is that a matter of subject matter or it's just is that a matter of just rapping ability? It's a matter of both, honestly. Okay. Um, he just improved basically, like same with Lil Baby. And right now, right now, in my opinion, Lil Baby has peaked. He's peaked at where he's gonna be. Cause every time I hear a baby feature or every time I hear a baby song, I know what he's gonna do. Like I know what he's gonna I know what he's gonna do. But like how John said, he puts himself in those different avenues and lanes and all this and that, it's gonna start become more of a more about more than it's gonna start to become more than rapping. It's gonna become like making yourself a brand, and that's what baby's doing right now. He's making himself a brand. So mm-hmm. improving, honestly, improving your rap game and improving yourself, your brand and stuff like that. That's what that's why I feel like you can go up as like the rapping and all that. Like you're gonna you're gonna peak regardless one day. You know you're gonna end up saying the same thing. So, so all right, I got a question. Um. Who like give me some rappers that that weren't good but improved to be nice? I need some examples. Weren't good but improved to be nice. Yeah, because you're saying that you can work like you guys said, you can work on it, and it's also a skill. But some rappers don't always start up as dope, so I'm like, we need to want some examples. Who y'all got? Who you guys think that like the one that first came out, they weren't five, but up to this point, they're improving. Like, oh, I can actually listen to him. He's talking. Oh, tell me more. Tell me why. He's like, oh, tell me more. Old Trippy was kind of like I liked songs. I didn't. I could never like like a whole project, but now I could like a whole project because he he grew more as far as what he talked about in his he ex, he expanded his beat selection. He just got better, like in terms of that because he he sounds the same, his voice is the same, his delivery is better obviously because your delivery gets better as you get older, get as you grow, and then um, you know. But his I went from only listening to downloading two, three songs of the album to whole album I could download. This is a, a rare example. Not rare, but yeah, rare. Um, but Kanye, 
I mean, like, like a lot of old, old Kanye wasn't like, I'm listening to this whole project, like, you know, but we know Kanye has- Yeah, people name. call them classics. They're not, they, they're good, but they ain't all that to me. <laughs> but we know he got this drive to get better and he did that. Right. Like, now he created this, this buzz that whenever he drops something, everyone has to hear it. But it was not like that when he right. first- and I, I agree, I can say the same for Drake. I think Drake has gotten better over time. I think eventually, like Jay said, you do peak though, and you might have your album that everybody sticks to, but- Like J. Cole, maybe. Yes, 100%. Um, he is the album you just gonna stick to, but with this last album, he did kind of rectify the situation. It's just again, sometimes as you as you grow, some people don't grow with you because they don't want to hear what you're growing into, which is okay. Yeah, try to think of somebody else that kind of started off like bad, and I was like, Oh, he sucks, and then I was like, Never mind, he's not that bad. Man, I never said Trippy suck, I just didn't like him as much. No, a lot of people said Cardi suck, but not everybody like Cardi. Mm, I can't relate. Everybody hated I, we in Atlanta though. I couldn't relate to that. I like it. I like the thing about uh, Tyler Creator. Do you think he's improved? I was gonna think of him, but I didn't. I never said he sucked. I just thought I was like, this man's crazy. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your music. Even was- the cockroach. I said, what is this? Then they had the whole eye feature wolf game, kill them all, and all that. I was like, all right. But then, like, I think, I think that can be said for him. But I don't think he ever was bad. I think he was a weirdo, which is okay. Yeah. It's not a lot of people that we listen to that started off bad and now like yeah, because nine out of ten be bad. I'm not gonna ever listen to you again. That's what I'm trying to think of. But I get it because like my me personally with my own music, I don't listen to none of my old stuff because if I don't like, I don't like it no more. And the artists feel the same way. If an artist tell you he like every song he he got ever made, he's lying. Yeah. Like Lil Wayne don't even perform half of the stuff from a certain time because he was like, I got better. I don't, I didn't like it. Right. Let me see if I can find somebody. Forty two Doug. I didn't like them that much at first. But then he just come out like last year. Yeah, but he got. I mean, he got a good amount of music out. No, but he, I guess it's not. A, he been out since like twenty seventeen. No, right. I'm trying to think. Excuse me. XXX. I didn't like him at first. I didn't like that first song. Uh, it grew on me though as he as I got, but I didn't like it. I feel um, like we. Universally, not good. Like now, we think that, that universally, people did not think they were good, but they're good now. Cause like people think thought X was far. When you're making that crazy music, people thought he was far. I, I guess it's just a matter of like we think of somebody's far is if, if they're mainstream. I guess that has to put yeah. all in it. Cause always that you because when you always we always come out, you always have a section of fans that always gonna rock with you. But uh, two chains like that though. A lot of people didn't rock with Two Chainz music when he first came out. I think that's yeah. a great. I think that's a great example. Too. I love Two Chainz when he first came out. I didn't like Cocaine Cowboys. Cocaine. What was it? Cocaine. That first one. But when he dropped that, I'm riding around. Whatever he dropped that, I'm riding around and getting it. And that True Religion tape. I was like, True Religion. Yeah. yeah. That's when I was like, all right. Got Rick Ross. Maybe another it. example too. Who? Rick Ross. Mm. Mm. Depends. Jalen not gonna like that. I mean, <laughs> what? I was I, rocking with Porter, man. <laughs> I, I felt like that about Moneybag Yo. I didn't like Moneybag Yo that much at first. Yeah. I, first heard. I don't think Moneybag is still, he, I don't think he's there yet, though. I feel like, like I feel, have you heard his last album, though? It is. I mean, it's straight. That's, um, that's a fire, fire album. Waukesha grew on me, but the rest of the, I mean, it's straight. He had I like, that's one of the first albums from him. I like, I downloaded everything. I was like, Geez. but he had good beats on the album, too. That's what I was saying. That made it be said for Lil Yachty, but I liked him when he first came nah, out. Nah, I like Yachty when he first came out. Yeah, Lil, Lil Yachty different. 
I feel like that that question, like, kind of like, I don't know. What I about know. Uzi? Did you like Lil Uzi when you first heard him? Yeah, I like Uzi when you first. What first know. song? What's the first song you heard from him? Though? Super Saiyan. And Ace and Chip. Uh, probably Money Longer. <laughs> yeah, when that dropped, he was fire, though. See you know what I'm saying? But when I first heard Love Is Rage, I only heard certain songs. But I, I think that's a trippy situation. I only like certain songs on them. I heard I heard Uzi before he came out with Love Is Rage. I liked him. Ask you a question, Jason. What you about to say? Oh, um, I feel like like that question is like flip because there's a lot of it's a lot of artists that you know they start out good. Yeah, I agree. Like like Not my hard. chance the rappers is like the literal <laughs> like literal like he was good. <laughs> I loved acid rap. I loved um ten days. I think is what it's called. All that I loved it. But then he came out with um. No, coloring book was good too, actually. Color book, and then I think it was some whatever after coloring book. I did not like. I don't think they suck. I do think they fall off though. They fall off. They... off. Everybody falls off when you get too comfortable. Yeah, he got way but too comfortable. And his, his fall off had to do a lot with his social media presence too. I, I, his social media presence, like, it's just it was easy for him to them to drag him because nobody's gonna ever put out a, a bunch of great projects back to back to back to back. Like, well, it happens, but it's hard to do. I, I think it's just. And it's hard to recover from when I think it's hard. Yeah, hard. It's hard to recover when you do it so early. I think like we always bring up YG as an example. My crazy life was such it was like one of the greatest yeah, albums. It was like of, one of the greatest albums. Ever. <laughs> so just trying to replicate that is always always gonna be hard since you did so good on your first like yeah studio. I was disappointed yeah. I didn't hear more albums like that after from YG. Like, you still I got like, good music, it's just hard to it was the skits. Yeah, yeah. everything was so. Yeah, you can take put it heart and soul in that, but I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's that's he, he's, he's still rich, so I guess he. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's why I credit Future so much, bro. Future, he's been in the game for so long. <laughs> There's only one bad album that I can say. Well, not bad. It wasn't bad, but like it, it wasn't. I didn't. I'm not gonna go back and listen. That was evil. You said evil. Yeah. Yeah. That had that uh, weekend song on it. Yeah, that's the song on it that's like really like go back and listen to. So that's all I wanted. Cut you get into music, brother. Okay, uh, new music. Uh, it's been a lot since we've talked. Uh, oh, I talked about Rai Rai World, I feel like, and I talked about Snow Allegra, right? Well, that's when it was first dropping. Yeah, probably. Last thing I remember is we did, we talked about Tyler album though. We did talk about Tyler album. Well, I'm gonna talk about what I've been listening to. I've been listening to yeah, we talked about Tyler album. We talked about um Doja Cat album. We didn't touch on that that much. Oh, Doja Cat album was really pretty good. I talked about Stone Cold Jizz. I talked about Rob Four Nine. I remember that. You talked about G Herboy album. I said it might not. It might be a no skip album. I came back to tell you it is a no skip album. Uh, <laughs> Young Boy dropped Nevada. I think I said that. You did. We didn't talk about Pop Smoke, Posthumous. Oh, so let me talk about Rai Rai World then. Okay, sure. Rai the Scientist. Album is great. Met her in person. Beautiful. I, I couldn't even look at her. You looking at the flow? I just looked straight at the camera. Right? We took a picture. I was like, nah. She's like, thank you for coming. I said, thank you. Nice meeting you. I just walked away. Like, I, did, I did like Chris Tucker. What did he say? Uh, I like that. I like how you look back. I couldn't look back. You're it, bro. I wouldn't. No, no, but I think this is what I told Jalen. She gonna always remember me 
because I didn't look at her and she knows she like I saw her when I walked up and I saw her on stage. I was like, first row, I'm like, this woman is beautiful. I cannot walk in here drooling all over her, like being a groupie, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, a, I'm not a groupie anyway. So when I meet you, I'm gonna treat you like a normal person. I didn't make no eye contact with her. You talking about Pariah scientists. And I think like I'm talking about she gave me a hug, her face is on my face on the picture, all that. And I'm like, let me we see. All see right. I ain't sent me the picture yet. I've been waiting I on the picture. No more phones. No more phones. We're gonna take them on the camera and she's gonna drop the link. I said bet. That's crazy. Drop the link. Yeah, but they never you. drop it. It's cool. I don't remember. And I feel like if she ever see me again, she's gonna be like, I remember you from somewhere. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a picture of you. <laughs> where did where did y'all see her at? I went to a concert and one of my homegirls work in the industry and got us like VIP and stuff. So we got to meet her. And when I'm back there, like, I realized though, I got to treat her normal because I'm walking up, bro. I see Tory Lanez. I see, you know what I'm saying? She dated a player for the Hawks. I can't be gassing her. I got to be normal. I got to treat her normal. Huh? Who she date? A Brandon Goodwin. Oh, for real? <laughs> Allegedly, that's what they say. That boy. You know he our age. She are she a year younger than us, younger than me, and he our age. I said that because he can get some buckets. Right. So I'm like, you know, bitch or whatever. But her album though, nonetheless, is good. But the funny thing about when I didn't look at her and one of her tracks, she was like, "I need your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me." Did she say she, that to you? No, that's in one of her oh. albums. <laughs> she told me, "Damn, he didn't even look at me." I said, "Tough." What they say, Jay Black men don't cheat. Now I'm playing. It's a joke, what? bro. A joke. What? <laughs> Anywho, uh, Snow Allegra, temporary highs in Nevada skies. Boy, Snow, amazing. You can send me to sleep, bro. No cap. Your voice is amazing. <laughs> and I also want to talk about Young Blue album dropping this week. He dropped hey, a single with uh. Just like, I'm excited for that Young Blue, bro. No cap. Good features. I put people on. I be trying. Young Blue, Moon Boy. He dropped a single featuring Big Sean called Way More Close. Banger. Yeah, actually, I started, I, I listened to a little bit of him, but he made quality music, bro. Huh? He made quality music. I like I like the way he made it. Like, you ever I, listen to Love Scars? The Five Stages of Emotion? When I first seen him, like, I thought he was going to, like, rap. I thought he was a rapper. Nah, dude. he looked like a rapper, yeah. His voice, yeah. Yeah, that's Click on him right now. That's why I ain't listening. But like, I ain't know he was a singer, dude. So I listen yeah, to him. He he, make, like, <laughs> what JC? <laughs> what? What he's singing, dude? Yeah, singing, dude. I ain't know. You like young boy? That's why young boy be singing like the hood singing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he dropped this Saturday. He dropped this Friday. I know it's gonna get a little overshadowed, but. I know it's gonna get a shout out, but it's okay because easy season's approaching, and that's usually what happens. Um, Kanye West will be dropping his Tim Studio album Donda. Me and Bruiser will be at that uh, release party tomorrow. Mercedes Benz. Um, but and that's I have one more album to talk about. Uh, Faith by Pop Smoke, Post Him's album, and his birthday was yesterday or the day before, so happy birthday to him. Uh, and Post, you know, in depth. Um, the album wasn't. It for me, but too many features. Huh? It was too many features. I, I, it I was too much. And I was I, skipping I, the first forty seconds. Like I was skipping. <laughs> I skipped three songs within the first forty seconds. Bro, it was so bad to me. Bro. I, I ain't like, cause like, like when I, cause I used to like watch pop, listen to pop all the time when he was alive. 
And like he said, he don't f with these ends. Like he don't he don't mess with them. <laughs> so like why would you put so many features? Like he he messed with TJ. I want to say he messed with Rowdy and Bobby and all them. Like you know the New York people. And but they like, all the same set. They all which yeah. yeah. But putting Quavo and Twenty One. Quavo like, cool though. Yeah, yeah, but like all the rest of them folks, like you don't even know if he's cool and like you don't even know if he really wanted to make music with him for real. Right, and so they just, I ain't like that. I ain't go, I'm not gonna lie, the only song I like the song towards the end, I like the song Woo Baby with uh Chris Brown. Yeah, I like the song with Dua Lipa, I know it's gonna be like a pop song and that might pop, you know, in that in that realm and like EDM and at festivals and stuff. It's a it's a yeah. straight song, you just gotta be in that vibe. Um Spoil featuring Pharrell Williams is a good beat. It's like they it basically Pharrell made a drill beat, and I like you know, I can get with that. And then mm-hmm. the back door with Quavo and Kodak is a song I like, but I, I, I said I was gonna go back and listen to it, but I look back and I realize that most posthumous albums are good the first time. The first yep. one's usually good because yep. it was almost done. Yep. But the second one yep. is always um yep. harder to, to get it. with. And it's not like, you know what I'm saying? You never know where their head was at because they're not here to say nothing. They just they can't say, nah, bro, don't use that. Nah, bro, I wasn't gonna use that. That's a skit. That's a that's a rough draft. Literally. And like, that's the that's where it goes wrong. That's why I only like Mac Miller. The only reason, well, his he only had one post right? That one was that one was great, by the way. But Circles is good because he was finished with it. Yeah. It was already done. Yeah. And then Swimming dropped before, like he dropped Swimming before he died. So yeah, twenty eighteen dropped it. Yep. I thought so he was wasn't in a position where like. Oh, I thought it was trying to release more Mac music. Well, I know uh, Todd Dollar and Mac. They I did, did see, drop the deluxe to circles. I did see that. I did see that. Uh, they said they're, they're going to try to. They may release more Mac Miller music. I my rule is I only listen to one posthumous album. I tried to do it twice for X, but that second I like a couple songs off the second one. I do, but it was it, it, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. you could tell it wasn't even near complete. <laughs> yeah, X is yeah. It was that was pretty yeah. Like you can like, you can definitely tell that. He had some more work to do with I that. I got a lot of songs downloaded on uh, Bad Vibes Forever, but the crazy thing is I don't listen to none of them. No, I, I, I love some songs off of there. I just... I listen to Bad... The only song I really will play is Bad Vibes Forever. Yeah, only, reason, only reason I got it is because like, I, I, when he, I, like, he was one of my favorite artists when he was like here, so that's why I like, gave it a chance. But after that, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I pray milk, milk pop some more, but I pray to God. Uh, and they said Juice World come out with another posthumous too. I said, whew. They that said he had a lot of songs in the vault, though. They said he was done with a lot of songs. Juice, yeah, I could, I could see Juice making a lot of songs, and I can, I can see him doing that, bro. Yeah, Bad Lives Forever is the only song I really, really like to play on there. Like Hardy, there. Stop Hardy, Hardy is straight, but Bad, Bad Lives Forever, uh, I Change Your Life is okay, and then um, the interlude that never ends is good too. Duh. Yeah, that one. Yeah, because it wasn't a complete interlude. <laughs> It just repeats over and over, huh? Yeah, it just it wasn't finished. It repeated over and over. <laughs> I mean, but all his interludes are good. So I oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Was the top three the top but, five? Oh, you guys, you still going? My bad. We already did top three, man. We're pretty. All great. right, I got you. Uh, is there any news breaking? Is that a podcast? It's a podcast, man. You know, our free right. podcast. When I Andrew, when I give you guys your little shout outs, I just want a bold prediction that you have for this NFL season. It could be anything. Just one bold prediction for this NFL season. Uh, this will conclude episode 106 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to have a podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod, Pack Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
I am joined here today with my brother, Cut Carter. Saints return to the playoffs. Saints return to the NFC Championship. Mm. Cutthroat. All right. Also with me, L.A. John in the building. L.A. John? That's not really a bold prediction. Like, that could happen. Something bolder. Like oh, me? Bears. Something bolder for me? <laughs> Bears winning the NFC North. That's oh. bold. And it will happen. Thanks for having me. You want something bolder for me? Oh, sure. Go ahead. If you feel like you want to go, go bolder. Alvin Kamara wins league MVP. Oh, that's, that's really bold. <laughs> Last but not least, uh, Slim Reaper himself, Jason Stewart. Hey, man. Y'all know what team I'm repping. So I'm going to go the boldest you can go, all right? Jameis Winston, we be holding them that LeBron trophy, all right? Oh, wow. And I said it. I said it right here. Okay, okay. Sean Payton. Boy, Jameis is not yeah. the quarterback out the AFC. Oh, <laughs> and I'm your host. He don't have John Will. John left. John left. <laughs> and I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank you for tuning in. Rock with us. Episode 106. My, What's your bold prediction? Of course, of course. My bold prediction is that the Los Angeles Chargers will miss the postseason and finish third in their division. That is a bold prediction. This guy That's is bold. And I, the reason why? Because of one player, Jared Cook Jr. <laughs> You have a great day. We are out of here. <laughs> what you say? They go because of Jericho. What? Jericho Jr. That's why they ain't gonna make the post. <laughs> that, that boy's a choke artist. <laughs> yes, sir. We out of here. New pack life.